On today's episode, we're talking about 14 things your website needs in 2021 to convert visitors into customers. This is episode two of the Simplified Business Growth Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Jared Lee, and uh, this is this is the second episode. So it's uh, still it's I'm still getting used to podcasting by myself. I've done uh, hundreds of podcasts, but I've always had somebody to do it with. So I'm still getting a little bit used to just being me on the mic, but it is enjoyable and gives me a uh, outlet to just talk about what I want to talk about, which obviously in this show is marketing and. Uh, but yeah, it's a little bit different, but I'm getting used to it, and uh, it's it's like again, it's enjoyable. So, uh, just enjoying uh, down here in Florida. It's actually unseasonably not too hot, at least in the St. Augustine area. So I've been enjoying that before the absolute, uh, you know, heat kicks in. It is humid as it is in Florida, but hasn't been too bad. So, uh, but yeah, today uh, we're going to talk about websites, and so on this show we'll talk a lot about. And I mentioned in the intro episode, if you missed that one, my background in SEO, and that is still one of the main things that I do. And it, it's a very useful skill and tool uh, for any business to use. It, it still works great. But alongside that, obviously, is websites. Uh, all the SEO in the world is not going to necessarily make you much money if your website isn't set up correctly or is not going to convert people. Because obviously, you got one side of the battle, which is getting people to the website and the other side of the battle, which is getting people to take the action that you want on the website. So a lot of times people kind of don't think about that or they think about their websites in terms of what they think they should be and not necessarily what, you know, putting yourself in the shoes of your, you know, prospective customers or clients and things like that. So uh, we'll talk about that. But, you know, going forward, we'll talk about a lot of other topics. Again, this is all about helping your your business grow. So, you know, all the things we've got a lot of things at our disposal we can obviously do uh so you know just going to start here with seo uh websites we're going to websites today we'll, we'll circle back to seo we'll do all the social media marketing anything you guys want me to talk about because uh, i you know one thing about podcasting at least starting out it's you don't always hear from the audience at first so jared j-a-r-e-d at sbgpodcast.com and yeah just feel free to email me there and also, if you need some help or have any questions about your marketing for your business, website strategy, SEO, or anything like that, uh, you can schedule a free consult with me if you just go to sbgpodcast.com backslash free, uh, then dash call. Or you can just go to sbgpodcast.com and you can see up in the menu bar, it says free marketing call. You can find the time there and just a you know, 20, 30 minute chat and just it's just free. It's just, you know. Tell me, you know, we'll talk about your, you know, what you're wanting to do and sort of break down how everything looks as it stands and some things you could do to, uh, you know, make your website, business, your online presence in general stronger. So, uh, yeah, feel free to do that. And uh, I always enjoy those kind of calls. I just enjoy doing that stuff, brainstorming and things like that. So, yeah, feel free. Again, it's sbgpodcast.com backslash free and then uh, dash call. So, all right. 
Well, our topic today is these are 14 things that you your website ideally will have, uh, especially in 2021. But these are just things that a lot of these things have been, you know, tried and true for a very long time. But these are things that are, I, I you know, doing a lot of web design and SEO. These are things that still most businesses don't do well. Uh, some, you know, obviously some will do some of these elements, but very few do all these elements well. And all of these put together will make a fantastic website that again, instead of just being a website that sometimes gets people to contact you, becomes a website where it legitimately is a lead generation source for your business, which ideally is what we want. You know, so if you're a plumber, you want more plumbing, you know, clients, even if, you know, a lot of times with plumbers, people are just calling somebody because they want someone quick. There's still elements on the site that can build trust that can get people to call you, you know, even if you're talking about a 25% increase and people reaching out to you, that can mean a lot of money. That can mean thousands of dollars to your bottom line. So 14 things we'll talk about. So we'll just start with number one. Uh, this is make the headline count or the H1 tag, if, if you understand what that is, which is just the main headline of uh, the landing page or your homepage that you're going to. So the reason this is important, because this is the first thing the visitors are going to see, and this is what's going to set the tone for the page or the website. Um, and basically, this is the difference between them, you know, you're basically hooking them in to look further down the page, or them just leaving the page. And, and some, you know, it, sometimes it's that simple. And, and your headline is really the first ingredient in getting their attention. So make it count, be clear and precise. And, and my next point into that is in your headline, don't don't try and be clever. Just be crystal clear on what it is that you do. Um, this isn't the place to use puns. This isn't the place for cutesy phrases and things like that. As much as, you know, I'm sure your puns are fantastic. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they're clever. But when it comes to a website, uh, I've seen it a lot of times it, it just doesn't convert well. And you want to be clear, you want to be concise. And really a good rule of thumb uh, on websites in general, where you know you're you're making copy for your website, make it at a sixth to eighth grade level, if not even lower, maybe even fifth grade level. You want to be clear and, and concise about what it is. So um, that's the first, the headline part, make it clear. Don't be, don't try and be clever. Don't try and use some puns. Just be very clear about what it is um, that you do or what it is, you know, your service, you know, each, each business is different, but you want to be clear there and be and be to the point. You also don't want a very long headline as well. Something that's you know one to two lines there is, is ideal. Uh, and and I've, you'll hear me talk about this next one constantly, and it is using testimonials and social proof. Um, you know, basically, you want to brag about how good you are. Obviously, that's part of what your website is. It's you saying, "Hey, choose me, contact me. These are why you should contact me." But the truth is. Uh, other people telling, you know, either through written or through ideally video, um, telling other people how good you are is 10 times more impactive than impactive. Is that a word? And will have 10 times the impact versus you just saying you're good. Um, and on that note, written testimonials are good. Get those if you can get them. But video testimonials are where the gold is. I mean, it really, if you can get video testimonials, get them. And, and don't be afraid to ask for them. 
Um, there's tools out there that make this easier. I use a serv- uh, a, a thing called SendSpark, and it basically you send a link, and someone can click that link. They could be on their phone or wherever. They record it onto their phone. When they get done, it shows up in your dashboard when they're done. It can be as simple as that. So I know a lot of times people can, you know, it can be hard for some people if they're not really technologically, you know, savvy to, you know, record something on their phone and send it over to you. This way, it's just, it's very easy. There's also another one. I don't have much um, experience with it, but it's testimonial.to. And this is a whole service that is built on getting you video testimonials. I haven't used it. I came across it. It looked kind of unique. But again, there's, there's multiple things out there now that can do this for you to make it easier. But at the end of the day, if you can get video testimonials, get them and feature them because they'll just, they're just going to work at the end of the day. Um, all right. Next point here is, uh, and this is kind of a basic of a website, but it's still something that, uh, come across a lot, but have a quick loading website, uh, slow websites. Nobody likes, especially on mobile anywhere people are impatient myself included if a if if a website i'm on is loading slow um unless there's just something i have to have on that site that i need to use i don't i'm not going to stick around that long and and that's what most people are going to do um there's some debate and some people think and i you know you look at either way that there's indication that google rankings can be impacted by site speed ultimately i think probably what it comes down to is if you've got a low, you know, a low, 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 excuse me, a slow loading website that your bounce rate is going to be higher, which your bounce rate is how quickly do people leave your website? So if you, if you, you know, again, let's say you're a plumber and someone's looking for plumbing somewhere, they go on your website and they leave within 10 to 20 seconds. That, that bounce rate is, is high. Google does monitor that and they don't want to serve websites to people that have high bounce rates because that's indication to them that they're not finding what they want. So don't give anybody a reason to leave your website. Basically a quick loading website is going it, to, it, it's just going to be something that you want and, and make it a priority, honestly, you know, and some, some webs or uh, some hosting companies that I prefer. Um, I, on a lot of sites, we use SiteGround. I think SiteGround is very good. I've had good in a, a good luck or good experience with A2 hosting. I think it's it's very good, uh, and, and there's some good ones out there. Um, but yeah, I mean those are the two main ones. Um, I use use a lot of them. Uh, I would uh, I would advise uh, trying to avoid uh, hosting that is under the umbrella of Endurance International Group, which is a big conglomerate that owns the likes of like say Bluehost. Dreamhost, some of these other ones, it gets on shared hosting, and a lot of times the hosting is just not very quick. Um, yeah, so whatever one you choose, uh, you want it to be quick, you want to be snappy, you want it to load quick. Ideally, you're talking load times under one to two seconds. And if you can't get your website there, you know, a, a typical business, local business website, if it's on solid hosting, it should load that quickly because unless you've got a lot of images of, of videos. I mean, there's also a lot of things dragging on the server load. It should load pretty quickly, just some small solid hosting. But if it doesn't, getting a website optimization for speed is going to be something that you want to do uh, because it's just it's going to pay off, and, and that'll be something that will definitely benefit uh, your website, especially as a business asset. So, uh, next point here is about the copy on your website. So copy is, is important obviously, because that's what people will take action on. Uh, so one of the main tips I can say is use 
clear call to actions. And what I mean by that is if you want somebody to, if the ultimate goal, however you get your customers, you want them to give you a phone call, you want them to fill out a form, you want them to buy, be clear. Ask them to do the thing you want them to do. Um, if you want them to, to call now, have a button that says call now and ask them to call now. Or, or You just want to make it clear. Don't leave it up to interpretation. Don't just assume they'll know to call because a lot of times people won't. And if they get confused, they'll just leave. So don't be afraid. And I know some people get kind of worried about it, it seems pushy. You, you just really get past it. I, it, it, it works. If you, if you do this, you'll notice conversion rates will go up because it gives people direction. And if they want to contact you, they're going to call you. And, and it's just making it clear for them. Also on, on the same page, at least don't have multiple calls to action on there. So don't try and get them to call you and then also fill out a form and then also check out a blog post or other things like that. Um, be very clear on, you know, ideally if this, if your, if your business is based on getting phone calls, make that entire page about giving you a call, you know, make it clear, make it simple. And, and you'll notice a lot of the things that I advise are just keeping things simple in that way because it does work and marketing can get really complicated. But in this in instance, uh, a call to action that's clear, concise, direct, it works. Um, the next part, the next point uh, when it comes to your copy is don't make it about you, but make it about the audience. So you don't want to talk a lot about your brand uh, because really at the end of the day, people don't really care that much. Uh, what they really, for instance, again, if you're a plumber, they care about getting their problems solved. And you may be the greatest plumber ever and your brand may be fantastic, but they really don't care that much. They just want their problem solved. So you want to talk about the user, you know, make the whole page copy design and cater to them and their needs. Talk about their, the benefits, you know, don't, you know, again, let the testimonials brag about you and that builds your brand awareness versus you talking a lot about you. Cause you want to, again, make it, if you make it about them and the benefits to them, this will resonate with them. So obviously you're going to talk some about you, you know, you're about you section, but don't go over the top with it. And a lot of times businesses do this because they feel the need to, obviously they're wanting to show why someone should contact them, but you can go too far with it. And then the whole page just becomes about you and what you want is it to be about them. And, and it's, it might seem like a subtle difference, but it does, does make a difference. Um, next one here is, this goes along the lines we're talking about, keep the page focused. Um, and I mentioned before, if it's a landing page where you're wanting people to call you, you know, don't get off topic or lose focus and have a bunch of blog posts or have call to actions for other things that you do, other, whatever it is, like you want it to be very clear and focused. Um, you know, make it focus on what you do, build the social proof and the testimonials backing up your expertise and then the action you want them to take. And really at the end of the day, that's what you want the page to be focused on is whatever this, you know, the bottom line is, okay, how do we get people to come? What, what do we do? What's our sales process? Okay. Our sales process is people call us and we set up an appointment or they fill out a form and blah, blah, blah. Um, make your page completely focused on that. And it's kind of reiterating another point, but it is important. And it, you just want to have that very focused and concise. Um, and again, keep it simple. This is my next point, And it's the main point a lot of times I'll make. 
Um, and it's the whole philosophy of this show is to keep things simple because simple works. You don't want cluttered web design. Um, you know, there are ugly websites that do well and it's not necessarily about ugly. It's about, you know, nowadays it's like white space works well. Um, make things simple. You want to make your websites easy to navigate. People know where to go. They don't have to scroll all the way down to the bottom of a page to figure out what to do because the further down your call to actions and things like that are, the less likely people are going to take those actions because a lot of people won't even scroll past halfway down a page. So keep things simple, keep them concise, ask for your call of actions and do it multiple times. Don't, don't, feel like you can you can have it in the, the top part the middle part and the bottom part it, it doesn't hurt to repeat that um, the next point is no jargon or inside wording ideally so this words to you that may be normal and you feel like most people would understand for instance with me SEO even saying SEO there's a lot of business owners that don't know what that means you know search engine optimization uh, you want to stray away from that. Even I'm guilty of this a lot of times because you can just assume because you're inundated with this stuff all the time that everybody understands what you're talking about. So try, you know, you, this may take you writing some copy and maybe showing it to somebody that is not in your industry and seeing what they think. If they, you know, give me a, a very honest opinion and seeing if it makes sense to them. And they, a lot of times this can work really well because people would say, I don't know what you mean here. And it gives you a good insight into especially if you're in the customer service niche, again, a plumber, um, you, people that work face to face with customers, you're trying to appeal to them, obviously. So you want to, you want to speak to people that, um, are in that same sort of, you know, mindset or in that same sort of place. So again, you don't have, you know, you don't have to take their tips necessarily on what should be said or here's, you know, a better way to sell, but, are, are you using too much inside jargon? Does it make sense? Do they understand what you're saying? Things of that nature. Uh, what number are we on here? I should have been counting the whole time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, now we're at number 10. I should have worded these and I did not. So number 10, and this is an important one. And this is one that I would say if, if, you're, if you had to choose one area to, to concentrate on, this one would be it, which is optimizing what's called the hero section or the above the fold area. So this is the area of a website where when you come to the website, it's the first thing people see. It's in, and a lot of times, you know, you've got the logo, you got the, the menu bar and then whatever there. This is a wasted area on many, many websites. A lot of times website owners will just have images here or a lot of wording here, things of that nature. This area alone, because you got to think this is the area when everybody comes to your website, 100% of them are seeing it. Uh, you get further, you know, halfway down your website. It depends on the niche, but you're talking 20, 30% of people won't go that far down. And again, from our point above, in the hero section, this is where your main headline is. This is the thing that's going to hook people in to keep on reading further down. You know, if you don't hook them in here, if there's just an image here or nothing really pulls them in, they could easily leave. And so this is where you want, you know, that you want to optimize this. So mainly you want to have, you've got the menu, the main headline, perhaps even a sub headline there, a call to action button, 
And then if you can get it fit in there, and usually you can, it's some sort of social proof or like a testimonial fit in there. And all these things will be the first thing that they see. Because this is all enough to get them at least to read further. And that's what you want to do. You're not necessarily at this point trying to sell them what you do right away. You're trying to get them to read further down. And that's kind of the, the good way to look at that um, on there. And, and a good thing too, this is another point I'll just bring up here. This would be uh, number 11, I believe. 11, 12, 13. Yeah. Uh, is um, video, I have a video sales letter. So video in the header area can play really well too. So you can have it split a video to the right to the left, you get your headline, you've got your call to action, you got your social proof, your slash testimonial. A uh, video sales letter is basically just, and, and it can be as simple as you talking in, on a camera to prospective customers. Now, video is kind of king right now when it comes to content. Video does really well. Most people would rather watch a video versus reading. And it also does two things. You always have a trust gap when it comes to people coming to your website and you know, let's say you want them to call you. Well, what's stopping them from calling you? A lot of times it's, they don't know who you are. So there's a trust gap. One of the best ways you can, you can kind of bridge that trust gap is them seeing your face and you talking to them and just start talking about what you do. They see your expertise. They see, you know what you're talking about. See you're personable. They feel like they get to know you a little bit. That's going to go a long ways. Plus at this point, a lot of people are still afraid of being on camera. Uh, I've had a lot of clients where I, I advise them to do this and they don't want to do it. They're, they're hesitant to do it. They don't think they're going to look on can't good on camera. You know, they're worried about whatever it is. Um, I would just say it can be a differentiating factor between you and your competition again, because not a lot of people are doing this. Um, and it, it can be, it, it can work really well. It really can. Uh, and anymore, really, all you need is really a smartphone and some decent lighting. And that's really all you need. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to make this super complicated. It doesn't have to be a 10 minute long video. It can be a simple 30 second minute long video. It doesn't have to, you know, start small. Now, if you have the budget and you want to make some really fancy video that, you know, outlines your company and what you do, that's fantastic. That, that's great. That'll work good. But if you don't have that and you have a smartphone, just write up a little bit of a script, film it. Uh, and you know, if you most computers come with editing software, put it on there. Uh, I, I think people will be, people are usually surprised how well it works. Cause again, when the, by the time they contact you, they already feel like they kind of know you and it, it kind of alleviates too, especially depending on type of sales you do. If you're doing high ticket sales, people feel like they, they get comfortable before they even talk to you. And then that's easier for you to move into making, making the sale. So that's something Again, I don't know where people are comfortable with that. A lot of people aren't, but I, I would just advise get comfortable with it um, as much as you can. Uh, number 12, this is about call to action buttons is, um, and this kind of goes along with the other stuff we're talking about, but like be clear, don't be cute with it. Don't overcomplicate it. Again, don't, don't use puns here. Just be very clear, you know, call now, uh, contact us today, you know, whatever it is, don't, you know, don't have to, you can, you, you know, I, I've seen some for newsletters say I'm in or something like that. You can do stuff like that, but don't, don't go overboard with it. At, at the end of the day, simplify it as much as you can and just be clear it is the ideal thing. I would say, 
number 13, and this one is important and something ongoing that will continue to make sure that you're not leaving any, I was going to say leads on the table. So if there's a certain amount of people that come to your website that don't take the action you want them to take for whatever reason they didn't do it. But one way you can kind of make, you know, you can get more of that traffic to contact you or, or convert is run what we call AB tests on your call to actions or just on your website in general, but especially on your call to action. So AB test is, for instance, it could be as simple as your call to action button is call now. One shows to, you know, and you can split these on in most websites and, and there's ways to do this, but um, I'm not going to go into it here. But again, if you have questions, you can email me at jared at sbgpodcast.com. But um, say your call to action button is call now. There's a green one and then there's a blue one. So AB test is just going to show, you know, ideally half the audience is going to see green, half the audience is going to see blue, and then you're going to see which one converts better. You'd be surprised a lot of times by changing the color of a button, you can see 25% increase in, in clicks and in calls um, or, you know, whatever it is. So if, if you decide, if you run that test and you see, wow, we, we switched to blue and we get 25% more calls. So then what you do, you can either do it on a different color and go blue versus red or blue versus yellow, whatever, or you can keep it the color the same and test, you know, what the button says, call now, or, you know, call now to get your problem fixed, whatever it is. Um, always AB test your call to actions, even the headlines as well, especially in the hero section. This is an easy way to do it, but you want to do one thing at a time. You don't want to call, you don't want to be running two or three different tests at the same time because you won't know which one is definitely necessarily working. But by continually AB testing your call to actions, you refine that over time and you'll, you'll find, you know, your website starts converting very, very well because you know what's working. You're not guessing anymore. You can say, yeah, we use blue call to action here and we did this headline and we did this image and, and it increased. So it's something to, I think, and a lot of people overlook this, but it, it's, it's something that can be very impactful and can lead to straight, uh, you know, more revenue for your business. It really can. Um, even images, they found smiling people, you know, when you come to website, just seeing smiling people, and I know on ad fronts, this works well, it converts better. People like to see other people's faces, especially if they're smiling, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, always A-B testing. That's, that's one of the most important ones, um, you know, once once you've got something set up to always be testing that. And number 14 is um, this one. I use and a lot of people um, are starting to come around on this. You see big brands use it, but you can use, you know, even smaller companies can use this now, but having a live chat on your website. And here is why most people nowadays, now you can say what you want. If it's, if you think it's whatever the reason, it doesn't really matter, but most people would rather text versus call somebody somewhat of a generational thing. But instead of working against that and just being bitter about that, you can lean into it and give people the option to uh, basically chat with you. So obviously, you know, it depends on the business. You want them to call you. Some people are just hesitant to call people. Uh, so, you know, you could lean in and say, okay, there's a live chat function where they can click it and talk to somebody live. And, you know, a lot of times too, what people do, it's a live chat and then they'll make the phone call. They, got, they almost want to see, is this business really legitimate? Are they responding on here? Is it just a bot? Whatever it is. Um, and, you know, you can even still have the call, to, you know, have them call again after they've chatted with you. So even if you're wanting the phone call, you can still, this can be kind of the process to lead them up to a phone call. But 
Um, and there's a lot of plug, a lot of services that do this now. A lot of plugins do this, where you install on the website and on the phone end. There's a there's a, you know you get the app on your phone and it's basically like a text message. You know you get notified message back and forth. If you have a team, you can have people that are you know stationed that monitor that. So that depends on your budget level. If you're just a one man band, you can still do this. Uh, you kind of you might need to be somewhat attentive to your phone, uh, you know, in case you know, if you want to be able to respond rather quickly. But this is something that can uh, it, it can work really well. Uh, a lot of people have have seen even if it's just warming up the leads, they get a little more comfortable. They can follow up with them. And a lot of times, even if at this point they say, "Okay," they do the chat. You get their you get their email. And then you can follow up with it with the email after the fact as well. So it's just a function. You're seeing this a lot more, but it, it is something that we've tested and, and used with some clients and it works pretty well. And you can even, you know, if you wanted to as well, there's some people that choose to do this and hooks into Facebook Messenger. I, I That's sort of personal preference, probably up to you. I personally don't prefer to use that method. Not that you can't use Messenger. That's a whole other topic of Facebook Messenger marketing, which you can do. But this is just simply chatting with people on your website that are potentially interested in whatever your product or service is. And that's, that helps with that. So, uh, all right, well, that's, that was the 14, uh, topics that we had here. So I hope that, uh, you found, you know, at least some of those helpful. And again, these are things that, you know, this isn't the end all be all. These are the 14 things that, you know, I sat down and made a list of kind of the, some of the common ones we see. And a lot of the common ones are, you know, unfocused websites, multiple call to actions, not taking advantage. And I'd say the main one, again, not taking advantage of that hero section is a big one. Uh, I think that one, if you had to choose one, um, I would probably combine it with make the header count and make your hero section count as well. That's, that's the part of the website that, um, even if the rest of the website was suboptimal, that is going to make the biggest impact. You know, second, I would say to be testimonials. If you've got a really good hero section and then you got the testimonials, you've already done a really good job of making a good impression at that point. Then you almost just, all you have to do is just ask for either the sale or ask for the phone call or whatever it is you want. It can be that simple. So hope that was helpful. Uh, again, if you need help with any of this, or you have any questions, uh, you can email me Jared at sbgpodcast.com. You can also visit the website sbgpodcast.com. And there's an option there. You can get a, a schedule, a free marketing call, or you can go to sbgpodcast.com slash free or forward slash free and then dash call and schedule a time to chat. And again, I can, you know, more than happy to sit, you know, we just chat and, and, you know, I take a look at your website, look at some areas that you could improve and, you know, just some simple things that, that if you've already got somebody that works on your website, they can implement. Um, if you need help with it, we can obviously have a conversation about that, uh, after the fact or something like that, but there's no obligation just as a, as a free service for, for listening to the show. So, uh, one thing I'd ask if, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast or left a review, I'd please ask you to do so uh, in whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Yeah, so this is the Simplified Business Podcast, and I hope you have a fantastic day and a wonderful week, and we'll see you here again next week. So see you guys. Bye.